Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joan. On today's episode, in honor of Valentine's Day, Angela created some dating profiles for Disney characters. I'm going to try to guess which character they're for. <laughs> and disclaimer, Joe and I have dated since high school, so my my dating profile game is maybe not as on point as I would like it to be, but I tried hard, okay? I was going to say, this should be fun. I think this was a, a fun little one. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, what you came up with here. So uh, I want to start off the show by saying, yes, we were not on last week due to some unforeseen circumstances. We weren't <laughs> able to get an episode out. Um, so sorry about that. If you're like on Monday, hey, where's the... Uh, Where's my favorite podcast? <laughs> all, all three of you saying that, so. <laughs> Sorry about that. But the good news with that is there's extra news to talk about this week because we have all of last week's news plus everything that happened this week. So let's get into the Disney news this week. So first thing I want to talk about is over in Disneyland, over at the Grand Californian Spa, they announced that they're having new fitness classes as part of the spa over at Disneyland. And a lot of them take place within DCA. So you can actually do a boot camp. Uh, throughout DCA in the morning where you kind of jog through all the lands. It sounds like you have different stops where you do like push-ups in one spot or squats in another spot. But it's really cool. I mean, it's an interesting way you can do like yoga in the morning in the parks. Like it's a cool thing to do like some fitness classes in the parks before they open up. Yeah, I thought that the boot camp also sounded really interesting just to get there before everybody else is there and ch- kind of get your get your fit on. And then also I was really excited about the mini ear yoga. I just think, it, you know, yoga is pretty serious um, and relaxing. And so to put mini ears on is like silly. So I don't know. I just think that that sounds like it would be a fun little kind of gimmicky, but still a fun way of working out and making it fun and keeping it interesting. Yeah, I could see this taking off and Disney doing more of this because they have had um, started in, in a lot of the run Disney weekends doing yoga in the mornings in the parks is something you could do. So I could see this growing. I will say they also have an aqua yoga, which is on paddle boards uh, oh, yes. in the pool. I would be in the water more than I would be on the paddle board. I would not be good at that. They even say like, hey, you may get wet. I would fall over all the time. <laughs> I'm not coordinated enough. I would... I would be in the water. I'd just be swimming. It would be aqua aerobics for me uh, at that point. I think that this is really interesting and cool too because, you know, as somebody, I I do work out regularly and whenever I go on vacation, it does get a lot harder to fit that in. So this does a really nice job of kind of getting them a little extra money and then also allowing you, giving you a fun and interesting way of making working out part of your vacation experience. Yeah, I think if they brought this to Disney World, if they did a similar thing in the Magic uh-huh. Kingdom where you could do just yoga in the mornings or just like a light jog throughout the park, people would pay money for it. And to your yep. point, you're on vacation. It's hard to kind of work out. It would be a, a cool thing I think people would pay for. I'm sure they'll. it's an easy upsell. I'm yep. sure this is going to come soon. Uh, sticking with uh, Disneyland, Disney also announced that Soaring Over California is coming back. So uh, DCA from March 4th through April 26th is having their food and wine event. And as part of that, they're switching Soaring Around the World back to Soaring Over California for that limited time. Uh, I know people are huge fans of Soaring Over California. I know a lot of people like that version better than Soaring Over the World. So people are very excited that it's back for a limited time. I don't know why they don't just offer both versions. You know, especially like at at Disney World, I believe there's three separate theaters. You know, Soaring was a very popular ride. It's still popular, but I feel like the waits aren't as long as they used to be. I feel like it always used to be like an hour and a half, two hours, where now it's 
maybe 45 minutes. Well, well, Make one screen California. Like, rotate it around every day. You know, and that way people, it, it gets the rewritability back and you can have, there's no reason you can't have both. Right. And I mean, with Flight of Passage, it's a very similar ride and similar system, but it's upgraded. So I think that that's part of the reason why Soren's not as popular as it was. But yeah, I think that burying it would be a really good way for them to get a little bit more traffic to the ride. And kind of, again, it's all about dispersing the crowds so they could do a better job of doing that if they added a little variability to it. Yeah, it's kind of what they do in France now where they do impressions de France through the early morning or that's in the evening. I think they run a couple of those and they do the beauty and the beast sing along during the day. So it changes. So like throughout the day, there's two different movies there. So you could easily do this with Soren that maybe for part of the day, it's Soren across the world. Part of the day, it's Soren over California or you switch, you know, three days a week, it's one, four days a week. It's another one. I think they could easily do that. And I think people would get really excited about being able to do both options uh, on a trip. Yeah. All right, so moving over to Disney World, they announced that the new castle show, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, is going to be debuting February 25th. So that's going to be in front of a Cinderella Castle. It's going to include acts from Frozen, Tangled, Princess and the Frog, and all of the characters are going to end in their 50th anniversary iridescent outfits. So this is you know a new show. It's a tie-in with the 50th. This is probably something Disney wanted to have out once the 50th started. So I think this is a good sign that we're getting a new castle show. I, I was thinking about this because, you know, we're getting the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade back. We're getting this new castle show now that's kind of more themed to the 50th that, you know, I think it's going to feel a lot more like the 50th celebration now. Like I'm looking forward to when we go in April because I think when we went last year, we talked about, you know, it was the 50th, but there really wasn't a lot that stood out as new and different yeah. around the 50th. And now that I think more stuff is coming back, it's getting more normal and they are getting more around the 50th that I think it's going to feel like a completely different atmosphere. And so I'm interested to see if it feels more celebratory. I'm, I'm excited to see this because it's nice to see them in their outfits and you don't exactly all the time know when the cavalcades will be coming around to see them in those outfits. So now you can plan it out more in your day. And then lastly, I want to mention the Disney Wish, they actually delayed the first month's worth of cruises, which is interesting because they also announced that the Disney Wish is now in the water. So the ship is in the water, and I think they're doing the finishing touches, but it's not going to be ready quite on time. So they delayed the first months of cruises. So the June 9th to the July 18th cruises have been impacted, and the maiden voyage is now going to be July 14th. What's interesting, though, is if you were on one of those dates, they're offering you a 50% discount to rebook, which is actually a pretty good deal. So if you booked one of those early voyages uh, and you wanted to go anyways and you can reschedule for a month later, you're getting a 50% discount, which I think some of those early voyages were pretty expensive. So you're getting a pretty good deal uh, here just to kind of maybe wait another month uh, in order to reschedule your trip. Now, I'm not sure the availability of those rescheduled trips because those those are probably all booked as well, so maybe you have to wait longer than a month. But Disney's offering, uh, you know, a fifty percent uh, discount to rebook there. But the, the new cruise line is going to be delayed a month here. I'm so mad that we didn't know this was going to happen because I, I would have paid. 50% yeah, I would have paid those outrageous prices because we wanted to take a Disney cruise, but you know, and especially on the Wish, but it's like so astronomically high. But like now that it's going to be 50% off, it actually would be reasonable, probably. I will say this. I mean, this. still expensive, yeah, but reasonable. I, I will say this. I, I don't necessarily recommend this at all, but Disney is going to be building two more cruise ships. 
that might be a, a thing to play that, oh, a new cruise ship's coming out. Let me book one of the early voyages hoping it gets delayed and you get a discount. I would not recommend that as a financial strategy. But, yeah, yeah, that sounds like some shoddy, <laughs> some shoddy but advice. Hey, yeah, I think it helps soften the blow of having your trip canceled that you get a 50% discount to rebook. Because they could have just said, hey, we're pushing you back and you still got to pay right. full price. So it's, it's kind of nice they did that. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up the news. But one last thing I did want to mention. So I put out on our YouTube channel, I threw out a poll, uh, Enchanted Ears over on YouTube, about what movie are you most looking forward to this year? And we had like 560 people voted, but only 4% of the people voted for Turning Red. And the overwhelming what? yeah, and the overwhelming winner was Lightyear at seventy percent. So I wanted Ugh. I wanted to bring this up though because we talked about this a few weeks ago when Disney announced that Turning Red was not going to be released theatrically; it was going straight to to Disney Plus. That you know maybe they have some metrics that that we don't know about that that's why they decided not to release it theatrically. So I thought this was an interesting kind of data point because out of you know five hundred plus people, almost six hundred people. Only 4% of them actually said they were interested in turning red. So maybe Disney kind of did some focus groups and saw that that people aren't super excited about this movie. And so they didn't want to release it in theaters and have it be a flop. And then everybody's like, well, you know, Pixar's got a flop. Disney doesn't know what they're doing anymore. They can push it to streaming. So nobody will know how successful or unsuccessful it is. Uh, and again, I think we talked about Lightyear is most likely going to come out theatrically. And I think looking at this 70% of the people are most excited to see that, that that one should be successful in the theater. So maybe there is, you know, some logic to what Disney's doing here. I'm a, I'm going to talk a little crap and people are probably not going to be happy about it, but we, we went to see uh death in the Nile yesterday and a preview for Lightyear came on. And I was legitimately like, this looks terrible. I do not want to, I mean, I will see that movie, trust me, but I do not look forward to it. I do not care. It is a, property that they've milked so much i mean toy story has been done so much red is like turning red is a new thing and that's really frustrating for me because again it's showing companies that oh well you just go with what's safe and don't don't try anything new and yeah the poll kind of supports that you know people are you know they just want to go with what they know and that is, that's frustrating though as somebody who's creative and enjoys new stories and new tales because it kind of it supports that this is what the company is doing. Yeah, I will say this. So I didn't give all the options that were on there, but some of the other options were Hocus Pocus Two, Disenchanted. So those are sequels to existing properties, and those did just as poorly as Turning Red did. They were around those single digits because again, Lightyear got seventy percent of the vote here, so everything else got very low. So I think to your point, it does show that people are interested in properties they already know. But I also think it shows that it's really Toy Story. Toy Story is a huge franchise, and I think that's why it has uh, spawned four movies and now five movies, because Toy Story is just that big. It's kind of like Marvel. Like People like Marvel because it's a huge franchise. Sure, it's because they know it, but I mean, if people like movies just because they know them, DC would be doing just as well as Marvel is, but they're not. So th there's, there is some of that, but also, yeah, like... I thought I would have thought Disenchanted people would be excited about or Hocus Pocus too, but it seemed like they weren't that excited about those movies either. Yeah, it just it's interesting to me because 
I don't know. Like, I think that there are other characters in the Toy Story universe that, like, I would rather see a Woody prequel. I'm sure it's coming. Disney's going to do it. But, like, I would much rather know that backstory because I think that the Western style is something that hasn't been done very much. Whereas, like, a space movie, I mean, those are kind of popular. But I also am worried it's going to mess it up. And I think that's another issue where it's like you have a, this beloved character and he's a toy and, and you know, we're we're operating off of this this you know knowledge that he was coming from something that already existed in his universe and i'm worried that that thing that comes from this universe won't hit it won't be as as good and it'll kind of help or it'll help it'll taint what is already existing Uh, i'm not worried about that i'm actually pretty excited about the movie because i think it's an interesting idea that you know the buzz Lightyear toy is not based on a real person it's based on a movie so again it's kind of like in our universe the iron man toy (laughs) It's not based off a real billionaire flying around in a suit. It's based off the Iron Man movies. And so this is the movie that it's based off of. I will say, I don't think Pixar just makes movies to make them. I honestly think they had probably a lot of this backstory thought out in Toy Story 1. They probably had this movie written for a decade. So I don't think it's something that they're just throwing together. But I see where you're coming from. I mean, it, it always is that like with the solo movie and things like that. Like, do we really need to know the origin for every character? But I am excited to see it. I think it looks beautiful. And I think that's what I love most about these movies is just the way they can like push realism, even in like Raya. I mean, just the things Disney and Pixar can do with animation uh, is incredible. And Lightyear does um, look pretty incredible, but yeah, people are excited about it. We did that one. Um, we did that one YouTube video about like showing short clips and the one clip from Raya that you pulled, I thought was real. So yeah, it, you're you are right there where it's like the, what they can do with animation, they can push it and make it look so realistic. Definitely. All right, so let's jump into this. So Angela, you have uh, some dating profiles for Disney characters. Now they're not all necessarily even single, so you could have Belle in here, even though she's already right. got the Beast. But just kind of a <laughs> a fun attempt here to make some dating profiles, and I'm gonna need to guess who these characters are, and our listeners can play along and be sure to let us know how you did uh, over on our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears. Okay, you ready for your first one? I am. Okay. Island girl looking for someone to go beyond the horizon with. Perfect Sunday? I'm up for almost anything, whether we're cruising on the water or cracking open a few coconuts and hanging on the beach. Turn I off- like that, cracking open a few coconuts. <laughs> All right, this is good. Turn offs, a man who doesn't let me steer the ship or tries to eat my pets. And looking for someone who is open-minded and not stuck in their own way and also values their duties and family. I'm going to say this. I, I think I know who this one is because I think this is pretty obvious. But I think you did a good job with this. <laughs> Thank you. This, this was pretty good. I like this. This is one of the ones I was most worried about. You were, you were concerned about how, how these would turn out. But I think you did a good job. And I couldn't have you proofread them because then I would give it away. <laughs> yeah, I know who it is. So I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, this one is pretty clearly Moana. And, and I'm, I'm guessing it's because Island Girl, Coconuts, um, but what really gave it away is the dislikes is somebody won't let her steer the ship because yeah. her and Maui <laughs> and everybody, and she's definitely, a, you know, a navigator on her own. So I'm going to definitely and say eating that, the pets. Yeah. Yeah. And eating the pets. So I'm definitely going to say this one is Moana. Yes. This is Moana. Okay. It's great though. This, this is good. This is fun. All right. What's the next one? Okay. What if they just all went downhill terribly from here like i was like oh you did a great job with this and the rest of them are awful and i just don't say anything i'm like oh i only have one other one that i'm like "Mm, i don't know about this one all right okay amazingly handsome man looking for someone who is equally as beautiful as me almost perfect sunday hunting going to the tavern and then coming home to my little wife and our six or seven strapping boys turn offs 
scraggly scrawny people people who aren't like me <laughs> scraggly scrawny people okay g- girls who are too into their parents and looking for only the most beautiful girl in the village this is good okay he gave it away a little bit too much like at, at first <laughs> i know it's hard it, it is difficult at, at first i was like okay who is this and then you, you started giving it away. I, I like because I when you started, somebody as beautiful as myself, like a good looking guy, somebody's beautiful. I'm like, all right, who's this? Like, who's kind of vain about themselves? Uh, then you got the tavern and everything. So I'm going to say this one's Gaston. It is This Gaston. is good. He also does not like uh, women that read either. So. <laughs> exactly. You know, this this got me thinking, though, as we're, as we're talking about this. Is there like a... Now, this isn't for Disney characters, but is there a Disney dating app? You know, there's like Match.com or all stuff. Oh, my gosh. Like, Why like, did you say this out loud on our podcast? We need to do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> is there a Disney dating app for like people that love adults that love Disney to find other adults that do- love Disney? This has to exist. Let us know if this exists. Also, if it doesn't, somebody create oh, it and let us know. We will we'll be sharks. We'll be like. Uh, yeah, well, we'll be investors yeah. or even like a friend's app. Where you oh, can yeah, find just, people who are just like-minded in the area who like Solo Disney. traveler. Yeah, just like, yeah, some people to travel with. Like, mm-hmm. you go to Disney World a lot. Yeah, di- okay. Let us know if this exists, because I feel like this is a missed market opportunity if it doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> okay, next one. Simple woman looking for a man to have a good time with. <laughs> Simple. I, at first, I'm like, are they trying to say that like they're not smart, but I don't <laughs> think that's the case. Okay. Interests, singing, making clothes for my friends. A perfect Sunday is hanging out with my many little friends, not having to lift a finger and staying up late and looking for someone who is persistent, can get me out of my current situation and can take me dancing. Oh, okay. That that last part uh, threw me off a little bit. Th- this is good. I th- I'm thinking, I'm, I'm picking up hints of Snow White, but then the last part about taking me dancing makes me think Cinderella because she went to a ball. But Snow White dances too. I'm going to stick with oh no but you know cinderella does do a lot of cleaning so i could see her perfect day of like not having to lift a finger not having to do anything but snow white i feel like is where you're going with this because you're talking about hanging out like with her with her friends and not wanting to lift a finger she has all the animals do all her work for her and everything and they do dance they do have a good time i'm gonna go snow white on this one but I, i do think it could be cinderella as well well, I, as far as I know, Snow White does not make clothes for her friends, whereas Cinderella does. Oh, okay. She makes right. them for like Jacques and all the that, mice okay. friends. Yeah. All right. But my original, I have it. I have an in parentheses, and I just decided not to put it in. But the original first line was "Simple woman with a unique shoe size." Oh, that <laughs> would that, that yeah, would that's great. a giveaway. That would have given away that. <laughs> but seriously, come on, nobody else in the kingdom had the same shoe size as Cinderella. Her feet are either very, very tiny or very, very big. No, that is the true magic of Fairy Godmother. Not that she can turn <laughs> pumpkins into carriages and, and mice into horses. It's the fact that she can make a shoe that literally only fits one person. But here's Maybe my it other grows question. and shrinks depending on who it tries on tries it on besides uh, Cinderella. Okay, we're, we're going to take a, a quite little bit of a detour here. But here's my question. At midnight, all the magic goes away, but the shoe doesn't? Mm-hmm. That shoe was made for magic. So again, she's magical. Everything goes away but the shoe, and the shoe only fits one person. That, that's pre- I mean, it's pretty powerful stuff, one that can only fit one person, but that the shoe stays. Yeah, I don't know. So, and it's not like Cinderella looks any different. What is up with, in literature, movies, and everything, if all you do is change one slight thing about your appearance, people don't recognize you. Like Superman and Clark Kent. <laughs> you put on glasses. 
what? They're the <laughs> same person? That? Cinderella, she takes a ball gown off and puts on her, you know, more like modest, you know, rags. I don't know what else to call them, but like. I mean, yeah, it's it's like her cleaning. Yeah, her like normal cleaning outfit. Yeah. Like she has her hair down. It's like, I don't know who you are. You don't look like, the, like her face looks the same. It wasn't like she was wearing a mask or anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible that like in, in everything that that happens, I want to like test this out in real life. Talk to somebody, put like I want the rock to wear glasses and then walk out in public and people to be like, that's not the rock. Because if that happens, okay, then maybe I believe this is a true thing that Clark, that Superman could wear glasses and nobody would know. But otherwise I'm like, I'm pretty sure I I'm mean, gonna know that's the you rock. You need to fix you know, you need to pick somebody who's a little bit less physically um But he's super notable. He's Superman. Everybody knows Superman. You're not gonna be like the Clark okay, Kent. That's hey, true. you look a lot like Superman. That's I mean, how true. about how about that one? That one uh, police officer that looked just like The Rock. They're like, you look like The Rock. <laughs> uh, he could have been like, yeah, I am The Rock. People would believe him. Don't tell me if he puts on glasses, you're going to be like, who That's, do you look like? That is true. Very true. <laughs> Good point. Okay. Detour ended. Let's, <laughs> let's get back on track here. Okay. Here's the next one. Me? I don't have time for men unless they're running errands for me. I'm not even sure why I'm posting this. Might delete later. If you're a com- if a, you're a competent man and can help me obtain my goals of forward-thinking fashion, swipe right. Find uh, perfect Sunday, dressing up in my finest clothing and traveling around town in my beautiful car, looking for henchmen and nothing more, darling. Wow, this was good because I did not know where in the world this was going. And then you mentioned high fashion, <laughs> and I was like, I got it. It's Cruella Deville. Correct. Good what, job. You threw in henchmen. I don't even think you needed that. The high fashion gave it. I liked it though. It was sassy. <laughs> it was good. And now, now maybe this is right or wrong, but you tell me. Were you imagining the Emma Stone live action version when you were writing this, or were you imagining imagining the original animated version? Um, honest. Do you want my honest? Opinion? I want your honest opinion. I was trying really hard to just pull from my memory anything I could say about okay. Rilla Deville. Because in my mind, I'm imagining Emma Stone saying this. I'm imagining her her version of Krella, the live action version, because she's a little bit more like feisty and sassy. So I, I, I could see her posting this more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to go for the animated version, which is hilarious because I watched it this summer, but I couldn't remember Krella very clearly, which is interesting. She's kind of like a very, uh, I don't know. She's very, doesn't have much going on. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember her very specifically in the movie, but I do remember the Emma Stone yeah, version the more. Action, yeah, because yeah, it's all about her. So I like that though. I, I like that. All right, good. Okay, you ready for this next one? The, the, oddly enough, this is the game I am best at. <laughs> which is pretty. So, should I worry? You're no, good. I like it. I, I want to <laughs> do games like this more often. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Man looking for other of kind. Perfect Sunday. Go climbing, watch pictures, and learn new things. Turnoffs. Human who lies or uses uses to get to family. Looking for human who is smart and open to new adventures. Okay. This one is confusing. This one, I that's, feel... That's my other one that I didn't I like. I feel like this is a little bit difficult. But there's a couple of clues here that I think give it away. One, it's the style it's written in. It's not very, like formal proper english so it's somebody that maybe doesn't have a formal education that's maybe lived in a jungle by himself <laughs> with animals and then also the fact that they love climbing 
They love climbing, somebody of like their own kind. So I think it's somebody that was maybe raised by animals, maybe is the king of a jungle. I'm going to say this one is Tarzan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because at first I'm like, I, I don't know what this is. But then like the style, the speak that you were doing, the language of it was a clue. And then climbing, I'm like, all right, this is this is Tarzan. This is Tarzan. Could have been Mowgli too, now that I think about it. But Mowgli, I think, was a little more fluent. He didn't have like a different way of speaking. He was... He talked pretty normal by our standards, you know? So, yeah, it, it did. I, it don't did think Mo- I don't think Mowgli was like, was Mowgli raised in the jungle? Like, Tarzan was from a baby yeah. raised. I feel like Mowgli was a young kid who stumbled into the jungle. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't really remember. Um, I don't know if we get a ton of backstory in the Jungle Book of how Mowgli got to the jungle. Yeah, I'm trying to, th- I don't know how the original, I can't remember how the original worked, but I. I don't remember if he was a baby, but this isn't the Disney. This isn't like Disney canon. It was like the um, the actual story that it came from. I read it, but I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is but that, Tarzan was definitely there from that, a baby. Is that so. Rudyard, Rudyard Kipling? I think it's Kipling who wrote that. But, but, but Tarzan definitely was, uh, was a baby there. Yes. And it's actually 100%. impressive that he even knows any English <laughs> at all. I mean, quite honestly. Well, he, did, he didn't. She had to teach. Jane had to teach him everything. Oh, good point. He mo- he mocks everything she says. I was good. Gonna, I was gonna that's try right. to figure oh, out a way to. That. That's his superpower that he could learn how he could learn English in like a minute. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about <laughs> and that. Okay. Le- he knows how to make all of the sounds. You should you should add on that profile. Excellent study of languages. Picks up new languages very quickly. <laughs> that's what you should put. It's true. Okay. I did have learn new things, but I didn't have that. All right. All right, and this is our final one, which is sad, but it is ready? sad because again, I'm doing very good at this. I only missed one. <laughs> You'll definitely get this one. You ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Hi, so nice to meet you. I'm looking for a man to go on adventures with me. Actually, maybe I'd rather just stay right here. No, no. I want to be here. I don't want to be here forever. There's so much to see, but it could be dangerous. Interests. Reading, playing guitar, knitting, puzzles, darts, cooking, baking, paper mache, ballet, chess, pottery, ventriloquy, ventriloquy, (laughs) candle making, drawing, climbing, sewing, painting. Turnoffs. I don't like to be snuck up on. Looking for <laughs> someone who is confident and comfortable in their own skin, but is secretly a softie. I love that you embody the characters as you're reading these. <laughs> that I know who this is. So this is, um, oh, this is I couldn't think of her name. I wanted to say Tangled. This is Rapunzel <laughs> from Tangled. But I love that you like read it with her energy. That you were like very upbeat. And like chipper and you were reading with a lot of excitement and then you just were like interest and you just rattled off everything she does. Because I imagine like this is what she's going to do. Like I, I do this and this and this and this and this and this. Well, it's very easy because it's all in uh, it's all in the one song. Yeah, it's all in the song. <laughs> but you just you just rattle off and I could totally see Rapunzel doing that. And yeah, you just you just kind of like embody her. You've, you've done it with all of them. It's it's uh, it was interesting. It was, it was funny that like I, I almost I knew who it was when you started just because of the energy you brought to it. And I'm like. Who has energy like and, that? And the changing the mind exactly. constantly. Yeah. The energy and the changing of the mind. I was like, who has that? Boom. It's Rapunzel. And then you just start rattling everything off. I'm like, yes, very clearly Rapunzel from Tangled. Yeah. So this that was good. I, I like this one only because I did so great at it. So, <laughs> But definitely want to uh, know how our listeners did. Uh, like I said, head over to our f- Facebook page, Enchanted Ears. Uh, we'll, we'll post this over there. Let us know in the comments how well you did. If you like this, 
we'll make Angela make some more of these up and we'll do this again maybe yeah. for next Valentine's Day. So I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so already, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.